excited to have you on here. I think I was trying to think like, where did we first meet, connect? And I think it was at Where Are All the Black People? Because I think I saw you in passing there. Yeah, yeah, that and then Add, Add Color last year as well. Yeah, you were really busy at Add Color, so I think might have been- I feel like everybody was. The hackathon experience is a thorough one, yes. <laughs> for sure. Absolutely, to say the least. Well, um, welcome one and all to another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine Podcast, season eight and 150 plus episodes. I mean, we've been talking to some amazing people and I'm really excited. If you've been listening to the podcast this season, we have been talking to the ad color community. Uh, this season is in partnership with our friends at Ad Color. So we've been talking to individuals that have been board members, honorees, hall of famers within ad color, uh, futures, new futures, new honorees, and also AAB members. Um, so it really does show the full breadth of um, the ad color community and all the different roles and components. And on today's show, we certainly have an individual that has already made their footprint within ad color, not only serving as a future, but someone on the AAB who has really set the foundation for amazing programming, as well as not only internally, but externally. Um, and then also somebody that professionally is continuing to thrive. So with that being said, Alicia, welcome to A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Thank you, how's it going? It is going great. And I am um, I'm honored that I was able to get you on the other side, because if any of you know, which I'm sure many of our listeners do, Alicia has her own um, communication um, platform as well, um, where she has guests and she does interviews. It's called The Invisible Thread. So thank you so much for being on the other side of the mic. I'm so excited to be here. You've seriously been doing such great work. Like I love seeing all of your videos pop up on my LinkedIn from time to time. So congratulations to you. Thank you, I appreciate that. Well, let's tell the listeners a little bit more about your background. Alicia is the Group Strategy Director at Translation and she has helped um, transform so many different global brands as well as talent into cultural icons through creating marketing strategies. Now. Uh, so much of the invisible thread and in her amazing show that she has is focused on strategy. So we're gonna dive into that. She has led brand engagement and social strategy for some of culture's biggest brands, whether that's BMW, Rock Nation, Pepsi, Samsung, AT&T. I mean, the list truly goes on and on and on. And she also has a background working at several different agencies to really, um, create their strategy, which we know is a ton of work and brain power. So we're going to get her thinking behind that. But going back to the Invisible Thread, it's a platform that she has really created that dives deeper into uh, the business of advertising as well as strategy. Many of the guests that she's had on her shows, such as Donovan Triplett, as well as Jasmine Burrell, have also been on here as well. But I think what I love about uh, her uh, show is how specific it is when it comes to strategy and really having conversations around it. So um, my question to you, Alicia, is, you know, when did you kind of foster your love for strategy? Do you remember that moment? Yeah. So coming up in the industry, I did all the programs that you can think of. Like I did Most Promising with AAF um, and MAPE and Ad Color Futures. But like my first grasp at strategy was through me. Um, and basically I landed my first internship 
at Ogilvy, I believe was my first one. And that just like set the tone for like what was to come. Like I fell in love with strategy because there was this beautiful thing about connecting disparate things that like weren't connected before. There was no story, there was no tie-in to bring those two things together. Um, and so that was my start, like internships and being across so many different brands and also being at agencies that have really smart teams and being around such creative people and, and seeing how their minds were able to bring all of this data, information, insights, cultural findings and observations together into one beautiful thing was so interesting to me. Um, and I knew that was exactly what I wanted to do uh, with my career. I love that. Thank you so much. Alicia. Yes, Alicia. Everybody thinks it's Alicia. Sorry. No, it's okay. I'm I apologize. You. I feel like such an okay. idiot. I saw it there and I, I should have knew. So I, I should have asked you ahead of time. So I apologize. Okay. So no, Alicia. Alicia, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very, very nice. And thank you so much for correcting me. That's no better than anybody calling me Adu or Abu. So I want to make sure. <laughs> okay. I get it. I get it. So let's talk a little bit about your journey. I think at that, I mentioned that you were, you know, a 2018 Ad Color Future. Um, mm -hmm. but going from being a 2018 Ad Color Future to now being the group strategy director at Translation, can you walk people a little bit through your career journey in terms of yeah. steps from being a future to where you are today? Yeah, for sure. So push me where it would be helpful to like provide more context because um, I really like giving the gems. Um, but again, I in every starting with the internships and in every single experience I had, I made sure that I left an impact in the places that I was. Right. So it could be bigger, small things and a small thing like my first internship ever was at like BBDO. And at the end of my internship, I like hand wrote this letter and walked it down to the HR department. And it was like a two page letter explaining like how that experience really changed my life and how I knew it was gonna open up different doors of opportunities for like more. Um, mm -hmm. That went a long way. I'm still connected to that person. And that person has wow. like traveled from agency space into the brand space or at Spotify and different places. You know what I mean? And so, you know, just laying down the gems about like how I started there and got here. I always, I hate the word networking. I think mm -hmm. it should end. I think we should have a funeral for networking. Like my <laughs> biggest thing is relationship building. Like I build authentic relationships. Like I know their kids, I know their birth. Like, do you know what I mean? we talk about more than business and strategy? Mm -hmm. And that's helped me. And just being a good person um, in the spaces that I'm at has definitely helped as well. Um, but more like, specifically um i got i started in a space where when you're first coming into strategy yeah. hr tries to bucket you and are you a brand strategist a social strategist an influencer strategist or a media strategist, whatever type of strategy right creative strategist i'm sure exactly yeah. creative strategist and i never just wanted to be like a one-hit wonder of it you know what i mean like i never just wanted to understand one facet of strategy like i've always believed that strategy is about connecting all of the dots not just building one story and le letting it live in that silo right and so thankfully i started at ogilvy where at the time i was able to work across so many different areas and disciplines of strategy and touch them all and like know them all and be able to figure out what is my unique spin or twist of way or way of doing it. 
Um, and that helped me a lot because I had a broader aperture as to what strategy is. Yeah. And how we use it in different spaces, in different industries, and on different clients. Um, and so when I did my full time at Ogilvy, I was there for like two and a half years. Um, and I was working on IBM and then moved over to Pernod Ricard. Um, right. Put out a lot of strong work. But again, like speaking about like how I got to where I am, great mentors, great people showing me, like ripping my briefs apart at times and saying, hey, like this makes no sense or push deeper here. Or, we need a stronger, more precise insight. And here's how to do it. You know, so I'm really blessed and thankful um, for the people that's been around me as I've been journeying. Um, and after Ogilvy, I moved to United Entertainment Group, stayed for the, at there for a while and worked across such a range of brands. And that's another gem that's been, at least for me in my career, like I worked across automotive and fashion and film and TV and music and being across so many different spaces allowed me to also create insights for a brand that maybe I hadn't even worked on yet or an industry that I hadn't even had exposure to yet because mm -hmm. I was able to see culture at such a wide and broad aperture. You know yeah. what I mean? So, um, yeah. And now I'm at translation and the connection point there was just like the way that I've structured my career is really being strategic on where I land and what I, how I want to serve the agency, but also what I need for me to put in my own toolkit. Yeah. Um, for me has always been, okay, I really want to understand brand architecture, building brands, building stories, but also I want to be close enough to culture to be able to touch it as well. And at United Entertainment Group, we were so close to sports and film and TV and fashion and the people on the ground making culture. And it's the same at um, Translation as well, you know, with the United Masters side and the label and just all of the historical work that Translation has done within culture and all the different pieces of it um, has really just allowed me to, again, see all those different facets and get the tools that I need uh, to keep going. Yeah, absolutely. That's a and long way of saying that, but. No, I think it's, I think it's really, really helpful because, you know, I think that's for so many of our listeners that I actually know a, a mentee of mine is trying to make that transition right now into strategy and they're really hitting a, a brick wall. But I think that that journey really helps. And I think what I really love about what you said is how you look at all parts of strategy and all the different titles related to strategy, creative strategy and social strategy and so many, but that you are like combining them, which I think is the makeup of a great um, you know, group strategy director, because you have to know all the different ones. But my question to you is, on the flip side, would you also recommend that maybe it's better if some people want to do a specific form of strategy, then they just lean into that area? Um, if they're just trying to get started or? Yeah. And I think like, because I get that question a lot too. I really think it comes down to what do you want to do? You know what I mean? Because yeah. like, I know what I want to do, which is like why I've diversified myself across so many different industries and different um, pillars of strategy. But I really think it just comes down to knowing like, okay, your short term goals, but also ultimately where are you trying to get? And if you know where you're trying to get, then you can work backwards and figure out all of the different tools that you need to start putting in your kit you know what i mean from yeah. a business strategic lens so honestly like that's my answer like every time it's just figure out like where are you going and then you'll know what you need to get there you know 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. And I think, you know, that's what I love so much about, um, you know, your show, as I mentioned, a uh, huge kudos to it. I'm a fan of it. I'm a fan having you on here. Sure. I've watched it. I love the conversations. The I, I cannot say it enough, but the production quality is like top tier. So kudos to you. Yeah. Um, but I would love to know the name. I don't I don't think that I've ever I don't know if I might have missed it in the intro or but where where did the invisible thread? Where, what 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 yeah. does that name mean and where did that come from? Yeah. So basically the short story, the long story is I identified like three qualms that I had about strategy and, and coming up in the industry. One is that strategy rarely gets the spotlight, right? Like nobody looks at a campaign most of the time and says like, that was a great insight. They say that's great creative. That was great billboard, a great TV spot, a great you know, actor and whatever, you know, but no one really looks at the foundation that got it there. It's invisible. And the people, right? Like there's so many, like all of my friends and the people on the show, like Jeff and Donovan and, and, and Jasmine, like a lot of times when it comes to even outside of them for a minute, right? Just like award shows and the people who go on the stage to get the award, of course, like creative is such like the, a, a huge piece of it. But rarely do you see a strategist go up onto the stage or rarely do you see a strategist explaining like how this creative idea came to life, invisible. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is when it comes to mentorship a bit, right? Actually, let's pause on mentorship. If we just look at culture, strategy runs through every single area of culture that we know and love whether it's fashion whether it's tv shows like insecure whether it's a brand act like sports no matter brands they're everywhere right and strategy is the thread that runs through every single one of those so it's really like this invisible thread that if you know you know if you're in the industry you know um but yeah, we're, seeing the, we're seeing the taylor swift social strategy with the nfl right now so yeah 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 exactly but like sometimes those are just conversations that we have you know what i mean because like we know that it's there we know that it's real but not a lot of not everybody does um mm -hmm. so that's where the name came from and it's really been a labor of love to see yeah 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 absolutely beautiful beautifully said mm -hmm. um you know, Alicia, we call this show A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Well, because it's people like you that come on the show that bring everyone so much joy through the work that you're doing. And as you mentioned, the relationship building. Uh, we have Aaron on the show uh, uh, this season. And so he was speaking highly of you. We have um, Nicole as well. And so many people are part of Ad Color. Um, but that's a makeup of our listeners. If you have to give a dose of anything to our listeners that you feel like the industry is currently lacking of tech, PR, comms, uh, AI, black community, what would you like to give our listeners a dose of that you think we all need? I actually kind of want to speak to creators. Um, and I saw this post and I might butcher her name right now, but Christina Jerome, I believe, I follow her on social media and I saw this LinkedIn post uh, a couple of weeks ago and she was like, moral of the story, the difference between you and the person whose work you idolize or you want to be like or you're inspired by um, is audacity. Like the audacity 
to put yourself out there, the audacity to ask for the budget, the audacity to ask for the sponsor, like the audacity, you know? Um, and that became my word of this year is to have the audacity to stand on what I want to create and um, ultimately what I want to get out of my career. And so if I could like leave even the industry, do you know what I mean? Like even yeah. uh, creatives in a room brainstorming or strategists or account managers speaking to a client, have the audacity to say what you feel and to not be a yes man and to actually let clients know what's happening in culture and how the brand should act um, and not just go through a checklist of everything that they want to hear, like have the audacity to stand on business, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> audacity listen we're gonna take that i'm not shy of asking for an extra two million right? I know. <laughs> so we can definitely do that um you know 2024 it's hard to say that this is not what i'm calling a very big and thick year i don't know it just feels like that but with that yeah. being said um as we think about strategy or even the industry and like you said really going into things having that audacity are there any trends or moments or things yeah. Come to mind for you that um, you're starting to lean into a little bit more. We know that AI is a very big conversation, but is there anything that comes to mind for you? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So um, one of the reasons, of the many reasons that I moved over to translation is because we have this belief that we're not an ad agency. Um, and that the world doesn't need more ads, right? Like a lot of agencies say that, but the way that that comes to life here um, and that it's gonna continue to come to life here is through what we call creative solutions. And when I think about just like what the industry needs and like where we're headed, we need less ads and more creative solutions, whether that's to deeply rooted problems or whether that's just, more high level um, solutions that brands can create, whether it just be in the entertainment or sports space. Like it's not always about a TV ad. How can you actually put a product out into the world um, that will either change someone's life and trajectory or inspire them to act, you know? Um, and so that's what I'm really looking forward to uh, doing here and to seeing the rest of the industry also put out, especially in 2024. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, trust me, less ads. I'm even asking for that on uh, social media in general. I don't want to <laughs> see it anymore, but I like that idea of creative solutions. And um, it doesn't shock me that you mentioned that. I mean, you are the future of the industry and also your current agency, I'm sure. We've had past alumni of the agency that are actually on the podcast this um, season, Tiffany Harden, um, okay. who I know was executive assistant for uh, Steve Stout back in the day. And, um, you know, I love Marcus Collins. Yes, that book changed my life. <laughs> my, it's on my desk too, changed my life. Yeah, so I think, you know, that that forward thinking and continuing to push it, you know, forward based on a, a, a new generation now is, is amazing, outstanding. Um, Alicia, it's hard to not see it, I think, from the outside looking in or the inside looking in that you put in the work. I think that's how you've gotten to where you're at today and everything that you do. But I have to ask you this question that we ask on the show to all the guests, because it's a reminder to our listeners what was the last great vacation you went on? Oh, last great vacation. Every um, time, 
to remind our listeners to take those out of office days. Yeah, yeah you see unlimited and unlimited vacation too, if you have it, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I think I have to say my cousin Raheem's, it was his 30th birthday this past November and we didn't go far. We just went to Mexico. Um, but it was just beautiful celebrating such like a big milestone for him, you know? Um, and honestly, that's what I'm about is just like memories no matter where. So Mexico with Raheem and my cousin Jocelyn, that was the best trip so I far. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, you all heard it here first. Take a trip to Mexico. Have fun. What's all work and no play? So exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have to do that. So um, I mentioned so much of, um, you know, your amazing uh, show and your platform, The Invisible Thread, where you talk about strategy. Um, now, this one, I think that there that's what I love about your show. I think everybody has a different answer to it. But what is your definition of strategy? Yeah, I used to say connecting the dots for a brand or talent or whatever subject you're working with, helping something or someone get from point A to point B. Um, but also I think that definition has evolved to explaining when you get an ask or a brief, right? Explaining why you're doing something and how you're gonna do it. And I say that specifically within like the agency landscape of strategy, like traditional brand strategy. It's taking the ask and figuring out why are we doing it and how are we doing it? And bringing in the rest of the team to show, you know, when we're gonna show up, with whom we're gonna show up, you know what I mean? Going deeper into that. Um, but yeah, I'd say that's my definition. It continues to evolve, but for sure about connecting and why and how. I love that. I love that. Appreciate that. And I think that strategic thinking and that definition really does shine through through so many of the things that you've done. Um, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we are partnering with Ad Color this season. So it's been so amazing to hear all the various different Ad Color um, stories. When uh, Tiffany and I were actually going through the list of the guests for this season, it was just nice to actually see just just the years in the community and and also having to limit it to only you know these these twenty episodes, which is just like we definitely have to do a part two. Um, what was your first introduction to Ad Color? I guess hearing about it and being involved. What do you remember that yeah. moment? Um, so I got inducted into Ad Color because when I did Mate, I had won this award. It was like Maper of the Year. And um, every year, I believe still Ad Color leaves one spot open uh, for Maper yeah. of the Year to go into the Side of the Futures class. So that that's was what you? Yeah! That is cool. Gosh, okay, yeah. That is yeah. actually awesome. Yeah, that's like a coveted like spot. That's like double whammy. So you don't have to go great. through. Maybe yeah. It changed my life. Um, but yes, that's how I got introduced to Ad Color. But I had heard about it before, just like roaming halls and agencies and things like that. Yeah. I love that. I love that. And I guess, do you have any memories that come to mind, whether funny, memorable, or, or changing? I know that there's so many things. Yeah. Everybody's carrying something different, but. Yeah. Um, I. I guess the biggest memory that comes to my mind right now is our Deutsch LA photo shoot. 
Um, for the past few years, Deutsch and LA, their office, they basically set up shop and welcome in the futures and do like this beautiful photo shoot and they take the most incredible pictures. Um, and they also do kind of like this video moment or a collage of the futures like speaking um, to the industry. And it was just dope. Like the thing that I always say about ad color, especially the futures program is like the red carpet really gets rolled out for you. You know what I mean? I've never experienced it anywhere else for any other program um, like that, like to that extent. And Deutsch was kind of just like the cherry on top of that experience of really feeling seen, you know, like in front of the camera, but just throughout the entire experience and conference. So, yeah. You know, it's it's such a small world because even at that time, 2018, I was the director of social media for Ad Color, and um, yeah. funny enough, I was going through my email during the time, and we were doing a um, well. I was going through my email when we, when you and I were going back and forth. Uh -huh. So we were doing an Instagram uh, takeover, and you actually submitted something. So I was like, look at how the world. Yes, and that was from <laughs> yeah, and it oh, had your name next to it. Yeah. Oh my gosh, if you have it, send it to me. I will. No, I okay. absolutely yeah, okay. will because like you and um your your whole 2018 uh ad color class on there. But oh my gosh, that's crazy. I'd love to see that. Yes, definitely, definitely. Well, look, we appreciate you coming on the show. And I always like to say that this is just a dose. You know, we like to think it's an espresso shot because you have gems, but I'm sure that people would want to get in touch with you directly. So what's the best way that people can get in contact with you? Yeah, DM me on Instagram at Alicia M. Harris or shoot me a LinkedIn message. We'll take that. Alicia, thank you so much for coming on from, from Ad Color Futures to where you're at right now. Um, you know, it, it's exciting to see uh, how you're changing the future of this industry. So we appreciate you. Thank you. And we appreciate you too and all of the work that you're putting out. Thank you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And with that being said, that is another episode of A Dose of Black Joy and Caffeine. Now, remember to tune in every single day we're coming with a new episode um just to make sure to keep you all not only motivated but also keep you going in 2024 as always stay safe drink a ton of water and remember that you deserve a dose of black joy and caffeine until next time i'm adieu <laughs>